Hey everyone, welcome to Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Brie Marie from livingbrilliant.com. I'm a blogger, online course creator, a mindset and success strategist, and now a podcast host. This podcast is all about how our mindset creates the reality of every aspect of our lives, from money, to relationships, to careers, to entrepreneurship, and even our health and wellness. I know firsthand just how powerful our mindset is and just how easy it can be to get lost in the complexities of life. Through my own journeys with anxiety, a tough career transition, building a blog from scratch, and a super shaky start with online entrepreneurship, I've been able to connect with experts, coaches, entrepreneurs, and other bloggers from all around the world who are now excited to share their transformational stories and mindset shifts with you. So let's jump in. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> um, I couldn't, I can't sing. It's one of the things that I really do wish that I was good at that I am just not good at. But anyway, I was sick all week. Um, it's Wednesday. This is coming out on Friday. I've been sick since like Friday night. I just felt it like I felt my throat started to hurt, which is really rare. I never, ever have sore throats ever. Like, I think the last time I got a sore throat was in high school, which was like almost 10 years ago, 12 years ago. It was the last time I had a sore throat. So I was like, "Uh oh, something's going on. And sure enough, Saturday morning, I woke up. And yo girl was sick as a dog, sick as a dog. Um, I didn't have a fever, but I felt like, you know, when you just feel it, my, I was like, my throat felt like it was sandpaper. It like hurt to swallow. I was like a little bit sniffly and it's weird. Like, I don't know if anyone else tracks this. I'm not good when I am sick. Mentally, not well. Like, not only am I physically not well because I'm sick, but like mentally I'm not well. I'm a wreck. I, one of my things is I don't like feeling like I can't take care of myself. And it's really difficult for me to let people take care of me when I'm sick. So (laughs) that was like one part of my weekend. But I also like noticed with this illness that it kind of like grew not grew, but it like took different phases every single day. So like day one was like a scratchy throat and just really low energy and a bit of a headache. Sunday, I was even worse, feeling like a little bit better. I thought I was like, I'm going to go to sleep early on Monday. Well, every time I would lay down, I would start having like coughing attacks. Like I just couldn't it was really bad. So I didn't sleep well on Sunday. Woke up Monday really early. Felt even worse for whatever reason. And that's like when my nose started to um like I started sneezing a lot and I no sneezes. <laughs> 
No, I don't know why I've been rambling about this for three minutes, but I knew like because I've had sinuses and allergies and this types of sneeze that sinuses and allergies give you are super different than sick sneezes. Okay. And I was just like, this is horrible. (laughs) And Tuesday I had like a full on hay fever situation. I was sneezing nonstop the entire day. Everything was just coming out of my nose. And I was like, this is disgusting. I was so frustrated by that point because like colds are just annoying, you know, because like you feel okay, but it's just annoying because you're like, I don't feel 100%, but there's nothing I can do other than like let this just phase itself out. I also don't believe in taking cold medicine unless I absolutely need it. So my dad was like, just you want me to bring you DayQuil? And I was like, no, (laughs) no, thank you. I like I have to like push through it. So I just took a bunch of zinc and vitamin C. I took Advil yesterday because I had a really bad headache. And I also took a Benadryl. Yeah, just kind of crazy. So today, Wednesday, I have a lingering cough. It's not productive. It's like very dry. But I just took a shower and you know that feeling again, this is five minutes in. You guys probably don't care. But like, I feel so good right now. Like, you know, that feeling when you're starting to get better from an illness and like your body just starts vibrating like really good energy. Am I making any sense? Please tell me I am. Like, I just feel so healthy, even though I have a little bit of a lingering cough and sneeze. I think maybe for my shower, I just feel I feel really, really healthy right now. So I'm super, super happy about that. I like I said, I'm not good at being sick. And it also made me realize that I really need to um, take some time for myself. Um, Not that I think anything caused the sickness. I think it was just people get sick sometimes, you know. Uh, Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. So over the weekend during my sickness, I was having a good conversation with my friend, Dr. Tristan Sophia. I've talked about her before. Love her, adore her. She gives me so much inspiration for for these podcasts on Fridays. Um, And we were talking about some of the things that we do when we start to get really stressed out, anxious, or overwhelmed. And I thought that this would be a good time to talk about some of the things that I do that have worked for me um, when I start to get super anxious or overwhelmed or super stressed out and go down a downward spiral, (laughs) which is not frequent, but it, it can be like it depends on what I have. Different seasons bring different things up um, in your life. Like it's just going to happen. There are times in my life where I'm more stressed out than others. And yeah, so disclaimer, always got to pop in with a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a mental health professional. These things that I'm going to share with you shouldn't be taken as medical advice. These are things that have personally worked for me. So if you're thinking about trying any of them, you should consult with your medical professional beforehand. 
how is that as a little disclaimer? (laughs) So the first thing that I do when I start to feel anxious or overwhelmed is I self-talk. I know this sounds crazy. I feel like there's probably a better label for this, but I don't know what it is. Um, I use a lot of self-talk. So when I first feel like I'm going into an anxious thought or an anxious place, the first thing that I do is I validate how I feel. I tell myself it's okay to feel the way that I do, that it's okay to feel this way. I felt this way before and I know that I can get through it. I've gotten through it before and I just need to take a pause and really lean into it. And what this does for me is it helps me realize that what I'm feeling is okay. And oftentimes we are taught growing up that we don't want to feel a certain way and telling ourselves, I don't want to feel this way. This feels bad. This feels uncomfortable. And I want to stop feeling this way. It's almost creating more of an a resi- of resistance. So when we resist the thought or feeling, it just makes us feel worse. So the more that I lean into the feeling and I'm like, this is okay to feel this way. I know that I, I feel uncomfortable right now and I know this feels really bad. I'm going to be okay and it's okay to feel this way. So just having this inner dialogue that you develop with yourself. I know it sounds so crazy, like talking to yourself and having like an inner dialogue sounds really weird, but it really does help so much to have to know that you can go into a place in yourself, right? You're turning internally to whether you want to call it like your higher self or your inner self, whatever you want to call it, it's your life, you do what you want, um, to be able to turn inward and really be like, I'm okay right now. My body's okay. My mind is okay. Even if it doesn't feel like it, I can get through this. And oftentimes, I think we sometimes search for like this external <clears throat> validation, right? Like we think, well, if I got the divorce, if I got a new job, if I paid off my student loans, if I paid off this debt, if I didn't have this situation or this relationship didn't end or it ended or whatever the major stressor in your life is, it's sometimes it's not easy to fix those things overnight. Or we look for these like external, I don't want to say validations, but I guess that's what it is to make ourselves feel okay. And this took me a really long time. I think intellectually it's easy to comprehend, but emotionally it's difficult to comprehend or to work through, is that if you cannot feel good in a situ- in your body right now, it's going to be even more difficult to feel good when you finally get the job, pay off the debt. Like Those things are external. They are not things that are going to bring you lasting peace or lasting happiness, which, again, happiness is a fleeting emotion. I don't want to get into the whole thing now, (laughs) but learn to feel good in the situation that you're in right now. I think it's so much about going inside of yourself and finding things to be grateful for and finding things to be happy with or content with, or safe 
with that really bring, I think, a sense of harmony to our bodies and to our lives. It's not about all the other stuff. So number two would be breathing exercises. So I love breathing exercises. When I was going to cognitive behavioral therapy, my therapist was like, we're going to work up breath work. And I was like, no, we're not. (laughs) Because I have a weird thing with breathing. Like, if I feel like I can't breathe, I start to freak out. And I was like, are you trying to kill me? Like, I'm already here for anxiety. And now you want me to hold my breath? Like, no. And it actually, (laughs) he, okay, so the breathing exercise that really works for me is, I think there's like two different names for it. It's the 444 or box breathing method. It's the same method that Navy SEALs utilize when they're like on their way to a mission or I don't know what they're called. They're things that they do, the stuff that they protect us. (laughs) I don't know what their missions, I guess it's a mission. So this breathing exercise really just brings your body to almost like homeostasis. I think that's what it does. I don't know. Again, I wrote about this in a blog post. I'll link it in the episode description. There's a couple of other breathing exercises that I really, really liked and have been really helpful. So my therapist, what he did, because I was like freaking out about four seconds he was like, let's start with three. So the breathing exercise is inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four. Um, In my case, I did three. So I (laughs) inhaled for three, held for three, exhaled for three. So three beats. So one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. If you have the Calm app, the C-A-L-M, you they actually have a feature in the app it's free where it's a breathing circle and so it will actually tell you when to inhale when to hold and when to exhale so that's super helpful this isn't sponsored by them i just love calm i've talked about calm so much um, because they just have really great free features and free meditations so again do what works best but i think that this breathing exercise is super important because you can't always get to you know your journal or jump into a meditation when you start to feel anxious and i think having something like breath work or breathing exercises are so valuable when you are in situations that you can't like I said, go and meditate or go find your journal or go write a gratitude list. Um, So that would be the second one. The third thing is take a walk. Um, This was really big for me when I was working in corporate. I was seeing a acupuncturist and I was kind of like telling him like, oh, I'm just a little anxious sometimes. And Anxious energy is like it's adrenaline at the end of the day. We'll call it what it is. It's adrenaline. And when your body has overproduces too much adrenaline, it does a lot of things. But one of them is it kind of makes you shake a bit and you have to like let your body release that adrenaline. And the way that you do that, one of the ways is through movement And so I would take walks around my building that I worked at and through the parking lot. Um, I was pretty lucky where I worked. There was like it was like a circle, like a big circle. Like I think it was I don't know how long, but it was a pretty decent sized circle where you could like walk around. 
And I would schedule it in my calendar, my work calendar, like, because we started work at 7. So by 10 to 10.15, I would take a walk. And then between 2 and 2.15, I would take another walk. And if you're in America, there there are laws. You are in, you should be taking a 10 to 15 minute break, um, depending on how long your shift is. But you are, you should be doing that. Um, so if your boss tries to tell you, like, no, you can't take a break. Uh, that's against the law. <laughs> you can like Google it and look it up. It's a real thing. Just a little HR tip. So taking walks really helps. Now that I work from home, I think it's even more important because it's just a good to get outside. So I take my dog Cleo for a walk three times a day. So I take him in the morning, I take him in the afternoon, and I take him at night. And my phone's ringing. Sorry about that. So I like to take Cleo on, like I was saying, on a little bit of a walk, but it just helps, I think, to move your body and just get into like a good, like I think our body, our bodies, I think biologically, physiologically are created to move. And right now we just have a very sedentary lifestyle. And I think that that like pent up energy causes us a lot of angst. So Take a walk, sister. That's what I like to do. Um, The fourth thing is listen to music. And I know this sounds kind of silly, and I'm not really sure I'm doing a great job of articulating how important music is to me. Um, It is one of the only things that, like, really instantly calms me down. So I'm going to include or try to include this in the episode description. I'm not sure how I'll do it. But there is a, I don't even think they're a band or a group. I don't know what you would call them. It's called, it sounds so funny, macaroni, like macaroni and cheese, macaroni union. And they have a album um, called Weightless. And it is essentially binary beats, I'm assuming. But they they actually did a study and they said that patients that are test subjects, people who listened to this song, their brainwaves actually lowered in frequency, which helps reduce anxiety. And so what I like to do is I like to create a playlist, <clears throat> um, so which I'm going to try to include the, the link to the song. Um, you can get it on iTunes, Spotify. I think it's on YouTube, SoundCloud, like everywhere. So I'll probably include the YouTube link. But yeah, I like to put this song in a playlist and just have a couple of songs that really get me into a good headspace. I keep saying headspace. I don't know why. But I just like to have a playlist on hand where I can pop in my headphones if I'm waiting for something or I'm driving or wherever I am. It's just really easy to throw on your headphones and get yourself into a better mental state. Or even if I'm at home and I'm feeling anxious, sometimes I will just throw on my headphones and wash dishes and that will definitely help kind of bring me back to equilibrium. So music is really important. I definitely have a playlist that you, whether it's on your phone, whether it's in your car, however you utilize playlist, just make a playlist that you know that you can go to when you're starting to feel a little bit sad or anxious. Um, the fifth thing 
sounds so silly. (laughs) All of these kind of sound silly, right? But they're so important is take a shower. So I know you're probably like, ew, gross. I shower every day. (laughs) Like, however however often you shower. Um, But showering, showering, showering is it just like I like to think of it like at the end of a long day taking a shower just like rinses off the day it gets all the dirt any emotions or energy that's just stuck in your body I feel like showering just releases all of that and of course like warm water just relaxes your body relaxes your muscles and puts you I love to take a shower at night um, before I go to bed because it just really just it's like a signal, I think, because I've made it a habit. It's like a signal to my brain, like, oh, we're getting ready for bed. And so I like to just like clean off the day and then get into bed and I'm nice and clean as I sleep. And then when I get up in the morning, I usually work out. And then right when I get home from workout, I shower again. But sometimes even I've taken midday showers, like cold showers to really help. With, I mean, there's like a whole thing on that. I'm not going to get into it here, but showering just helps, cleans you off. I know sometimes when you're sad or not feeling good, like showering is the last thing you want to do, but it's so important to just do it. Just do it. Don't think about it. Just take a quick rinse off. You don't even have to wash your hair. Just get in the shower and just rinse your body off. Um, the sixth thing is cleaning up your space. We are a product of our environment. So if your room (laughs) or your apartment or home, however you live, is messy and dirty, um, you're going to feel the same way. Like if your room has a bunch of laundry on the floor, empty water bottles, papers everywhere, your bed's unmade, (laughs) you have like things, stuff, bags everywhere, trash, you're going to feel the effects of that. And I know for me, this is such, everyone always makes fun of me, but I cannot think if I have dishes in my sink. Oh my God, that rhymes. I cannot think if I don't have, if I have dishes in my sink. (laughs) I just realized that. But I like cannot work until my kitchen is clean. And I know that like when I'm not feeling good or I'm feeling anxious, the last thing I want to do is like take out the trash and clean up and like Lysol and dust. But it really does make such a huge difference. So what I do for about 10 to 15 minutes every day before I go to bed as part of my nighttime routine is I either take out the trash, I clean up, I pick up things like, you know how things just accumulate I don't know how it happens, but like I'll have like lotion bottles out, (laughs) I'll have like random papers loose or like my sunglasses are just like my keys are laying out everywhere. I may have taken stuff out of my purse and like I just like to kind of organize. So for 10 to 15 minutes every night before I go to bed, before I take a shower, um, I usually just tidy up a bit and it just helps keep the space really clean and tidy and makes it just makes me feel better I don't know maybe some people aren't as aligned with their environment but I definitely am I like to keep things as organized so and I mean even when you're like getting ready for work or like trying to get out the door to a meeting and you're looking for your keys and you're just like digging under piles of things and like 
random clothes and throwing things all over the place looking for your keys like you just don't feel good <laughs> like and you become frustrated and scatterbrained and stressed out because you're like I'm going to be late for my meeting because I can't find my keys or I can't find that document that I needed to bring so just keep a space that is clean it doesn't have to like I'm not telling you to Marie Kondo your entire life right now I'm just saying throw some dishes in the dishwasher, pick up your laundry and take out your water bottles. I don't want to sound like anyone's mom either, but I just really believe in the power of of having a clean space and have and making and that kind of translates into having a clear mind. And yeah, those would be my six things, and I would even say number like a number 7 would be exactly what my friend did. I thought that what she did was really brave and really powerful powerful for her, which was she picked up the phone and she called me and she was like, hey, I'm having a rough day and I need to talk to someone. And I think that there is a lot of power in being vulnerable with the people in our lives. I know that sometimes our first inclination when we start to feel bad or we start to feel anxious or depressed is to push people away and to isolate and to want to be by our, isolate, be by yourself. And actually, we should do the opposite. We should be reaching out and we should be making plans with our friends and family. Giving yourself a day or two is totally cool to be by yourself and just like internalize. But I think any longer than that, sometimes you really do have to push yourself to be a little bit more accepting of people and people in your life and accepting their help and their comfort. And Reaching out to a loved one, to a friend, to a family member, to a coworker, to a therapist, or just to anyone that you feel really comfortable discussing some of your emotions with is really, really going to transform your entire life. Again, not everyone is super social, and I totally get that. I'm not saying you have to go hit up like six parties on the weekend, <laughs> but I'm just saying send a text, make a phone call leave a voicemail, <laughs> even though, does, does that make me sound old? Leave a voicemail. Do people even leave voicemails anymore? I do. Um, leave a voice memo. You know, we, I love a good voice memo through text message, um, or WhatsApp or Voxer. And yeah, and just reach out. That's all it takes. So those would be my six or seven tips tricks, shifts, whatever you want to call it, um, for really, for calming down and just getting back, bouncing back into what is, whatever feels best and quote normal for you. What is normal? I mean, that's all relative. I'm not going to get into that here, but all right, that's all that I've got for you guys. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will be back on Tuesday with a interview with a sex a woman sex expert. Yeah, super crazy. I'm so excited um, for you guys to hear that episode. It's super helpful. But yeah, that's all that I've got. I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you. Mean it. Bye.